Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is a Force Center podcast feed, and I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of Star Wars Ranked. Me and a guest sit down and rank things in Star Wars. I mean, what else do you want from a ranking show? And with me to do that today is Joseph Scrimshaw. Happy to be ranking. Ranking, indeed. We got some <laughs> figure ranking to do. Oh, figure ranking. One of my favorite activities. <laughs> Joseph, you and I were on a mission uh, to rank every line of Star Wars action figures going back to uh, the mid-90s. 
Ladies, the power of the force, too. Yeah. And uh, we got sidetracked by, well, Billy Patterson coming in and dropping two wonderful episodes. Awesome. Uh, you and me looking at uh, the Star Wars trailers. Oh, yeah. We're doing some important work, but we want to get back right now to the figures. We want that to get back is to Star right. Wars. I am excited to talk about them figures. And you were, you were, uh, yeah, when I emailed you, you were like, this is the line we need to go. <laughs> I think it's like uh, you were ready to get back into it. Uh, and I am too. We are going into the Saga Collection. The Saga Collection. From 2006 to th- 2007, because I think there's more than one Saga Collection. It got confusing. <laughs> uh, we uh, last looked at the Revenge of the Sith line, so it makes sense we're going to this one. 2006, 2007. So, uh, so I'll read this description from our, the wonderful folks at JediBusiness.com. Not a sponsor. Not a friend of the show, even. We just use them and really like their website. After an entire year of getting Star Wars action figures based on the Revenge of the Sith, the Saga Collection, known as the T. S.C. toy line As a, was a nice change because it included characters from all six Star Wars movies uh, some fantastic uh, collector focused action figures such as the newly sculpted Princess Leia Garandin, uh, General Veers and a newly sculpted, uh, sculpted gonk droid uh, but we don't want to bury our own lead here uh, there was a lot going on here uh, in this set Joseph do you have r- memories of this set coming out and this collection because you and I were on we're weird toy journeys during the actual time here yeah yeah this is one that I I dropped off a little bit I had uh, been very selective about Revenge of the Sith 2006 2007 is kind of a that was a, a an interesting time for me I in that time period, I lived in London for several months with mm. Sarah, when she, my wife, when she was getting her master's degree. Uh, we, we were engaged. Mm. And we got married in 2007. Uh, so we were kind of really starting that like new adult life. <laughs> uh, and I was being careful not to absolutely overwhelm our new sleek adult yes, life with yes. thousands of action figures. So there were a couple that I did get that I did uh, need to have. But it's also an interesting time for Star Wars because at that point, hey, it didn't matter that Lucas had said things about nine movies back in the day. He said real loud and clear a bunch of times in 2005, <laughs> like, I did it. I finished Star Wars and there are rumbles that he's working on the Clone Wars rumbles. He's working on the live action uh, Empire show. Um, But back in the day, this is before the Clone Wars movie comes out. Yeah. This was like, hey, this could be 85, 84, 85 again, where it's starting to disappear. So this this action figure series, just even though I didn't buy them, going to the toy aisle at Target and Kmart or whatever and seeing that they were still there, still moving forward, still doing deep dives of weird characters was a reassurance that even though it's kind of over Over, and in an ambiguous space, maybe these other things will come out. Maybe George will just give up on those and make these indie <laughs> movies he's been talking about. It was a comfort to see that presence of Star Wars, mm-hmm. you know, loud and strong on the toy shelves in this line. This line, I I was not collecting during this time period, not at all. 2006, 2007, uh, a lot of things in my life had changed, and I ended up changing jobs in 2007, going back to my place where I originally worked, and 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 my responsibilities jumped up. I was coming out of, uh, actually, was in the middle of a relationship. Oh. Actually, that's right, 2006. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> And, uh, you know, money was going towards that. I, I don't mean that cynically, just like other things, other focuses. So I'm with you on that. But then when this toy store opened up, uh, Halo 13 <laughs> in, in my, the mall Aww. where I worked. Great name. Yeah. I, there's still one in the Burbank Mall, uh, the original store. 
they opened up the satellite store in our mall and I would go in and I became friends with the owners. Um, uh, shout out to Christina um, and uh, oh gosh, I forget his name. The other employees, George, I think was his name. George was his name. Uh, I would go every morning, with my cup of coffee, doing the rounds, checking with all the store managers, what's going on. And then I would, as I was talking to them, would sneak over to their wall of Star Wars toys. <laughs> I mean, sneak over. I mean, hey, what's going on? And this, more than anything, these figures would be on the shelves for, you know, resale. And I, I'd be like, oh, they made a Brent Derlin. Oh, they did this. So I meaning meaning in 2006 and 7 I was out of it. Yeah. I think I was like George wrapped it up. I love Star Wars, but on to other things. Yeah. So this is the line that years later started to get me excited for figures. Again. Oh, like what did I miss? I got to get back in there. Yeah. yeah. And I have a lot of these and I was telling you a story uh, of the Moff Deer Gerard character. I bought it at the store <laughs> at at Halo 13. Months later, turned around one day was like, "Hey, there's a Moff Deer Gerard." I got to get that. Bought it, <laughs> literally went home and had the same character staring back at me. So uh, the old that's how. Double Jerjar. Yeah, the, the line excited me. Yeah. Line excited me. An exciting line. 74 action figures in the main line, but there's a lot of uh, bonus ones too, which uh, we pull from as well. So without further ado, these are the best of the saga collection, according to Joseph and me. We are going to start with Joseph, uh, your number five. My number five is one that uh, a character from the original trilogy that I had been waiting and waiting for them to make. And I thought if this continues, if they continue to make every little character, eventually they will make this character and no matter what's going on in my life i'll sell plasma if i have to i'm getting this action figure when they make it uh and i, I remember when i saw it I was so delighted you already mentioned it it's major bren derlin oh, and of yeah. course the power of this is it's cliff clavin john ratzenberger in a star wars uh i still this is this is one of those like if somebody like cliff clavin right mm-hmm. so back in the day super famous for cheers Right. Um, if in this year, Rise of Skywalker, uh, someone from, I don't know, uh, what's a really popular, uh, you know, uh, the Will and Grace Ruby, reboot. Yes. I, who knows? A, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's not a Sean great Hayes, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, The, the Good Place. How about that? So you like, go. you know, somebody from The Good Place shows up as a background character that you don't really realize right. in Rise of Skywalker. That's 800 internet articles. Yes. Right. This was the everybody of the 80s discovered it for themselves. And in my social group, I was the one who spotted Cliff Clavin giving uh, orders at the Hoth base at Echo Base and got to go to school and go like, did you know Cliff Clavin is in the Empire Strikes Back? And then, you know, I think it was probably in the 90s where I was like, I got to find his name. I know Mm -hmm. he's got a name. I think he's listed in the credits, but I don't know. He is. uh, But he thinks he's just Major Durlin. I don't think think he'd got his brand. So, yeah. So then I like I knew I use that on a stage as a joke when people are like, how much do you know about Star Wars? Like uh, Cliff Clavin's character name is Major Brent Durlin. Like, so I was obsessed with this coming together of of culture you know pop cultural phenomenons from the uh, 80s and it, it was in your hands with this figure in, it's it, in your hands. in my hands an action figure of cliff clavin mm. so that is uh for sure as soon as i saw it i bought it and i wasn't buying a lot uh from this era so mm. for sure major brender and it's a fine action figure it's a really good one. I I have it. It's still in the package, but I, I know what you mean. It's it's a, it, it really captures his mustache well. Yeah, it's a very, <laughs> very finely sculpted uh, soup strainer. Soup strainer, indeed. <laughs> Push broom. Uh, I love it. Yeah. It, it, God, you were so right. I'm going back to 
my time time discovering it, I, it was very organic. No one told me. I think, but I didn't know for sure. It was kind of like, and I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't allowed to watch Cheers right away, but I knew enough of it. You <laughs> was know, it too sexy. Yeah, a little bit. You know, some some innuendos. We can't oh, have innuendos. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Um. But I, I know what you mean. We're suddenly like, wait. The concept of like an actor getting another job or that people in Star Wars were actors. Like it was kind of crazy. It was like when Harry met Sally and Princess Leia's in it. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, and, and he had developed such the and Boston know-it-all <laughs> voice and persona. And you're used to everyone being British yeah. in Star Wars. So like, what is super Boston Cliff Clavin? Yeah doing over in all British Star Wars. I think, too, when I discovered it, I was like, I don't think it's him because I can't hear his accent as if he wasn't acting <laughs> on Cheers. You do hear it a little bit. A little bit. All right, everybody at the station, let's go. Let's go. Um, hilarious. Yeah. Great figure. Yeah, great figure. So Major Brenderlin, I've been waiting to, to get to Major Brenderlin for a long time. <laughs> I'm in number five. I've been waiting. I am waiting. Uh, <laughs> my number five. My number five, I'm just going on character, not even like a, a character I needed to have, but really cool, uh, vibrant, jumps out of the package, and also... I don't know why this wasn't more popular just in Star Wars. It is the Episode 3 Greatest Battles sub-collection. All right? This is the sub-collection. Ooh, yeah. And this is the Senate Guard. And, of course, we know the Senate Guards. Well, you know, they are the blue Emperor's Royal Guards, for lack of a better term. And I love the Emperor's Royal Guards in large part because I love the figures. They jumped off the page, jumped off the package, I should say. And they became popular because of that. I think the Senate Guards... I think the blue holds them back. We all, we all love red. Uh, the design is uh, is a little different, more medieval helmet in a way. But I just, it's a really good figure. It makes me, it looking at the figure makes me wonder about the Senate guards themselves and why they didn't uh, weren't used more or why we didn't become obsessed with them. Because let's be right. honest, the Emperor's Royal Guard in Return of the Jedi, they line up. We don't see them do anything. <laughs> and yet they inspired... Legions of stories. Oh yeah, you get that that cool pike. Uh, yeah, yeah. In what epic battle? So that's a great question because <laughs> I, in scrolling and making sure, I'm like, wait, did I read that right? It is Episode Three's greatest battles collection, and I'm trying to find it. I I guess you could just say the Battle of Coruscant. I don't. Yeah, because it's know. a different design that Yoda slams into the wall, right? It's the Emperor's Royal Guard. The Emperor's right? Royal Guard. So it's a different guard because that would be the pretty world. cool to call them part of an epic battle just because it got slammed against the wall by Yoda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I wonder if that's that's so interesting. The shot they're using here. This is uh, not uh, you know Jedi business is putting up the shot of the Royal uh, of the Senate Guard just when everyone's coming back and i think an attack of the clones right when they're all just kind of piling back in when anakin and uh yeah or no excuse me Reg, excuse me Reg of the sith after they save palpatine after the battle of course and i think that's the shot they're using but mm. that's not say from the package or anything um i mean gosh it's got a blaster rifle a blaster a display stand a swivel neck there's so much to swivel love neck, but yeah but it's just a cool figure and in the world where figures are an invitation to explore new adventures the idea of hey there are epic battles that you didn't fully see what was right. what was the senate guard doing during the sacking of the jedi temple like did they, not that they went there but yeah. like are they holding guard looking for any uh, Jedi who tried to get into the Senate or like, you know, or, or, you know, we don't know what all, cause it's not the Clone Wars, uh, Gennady Tartofsky isn't 
canon yeah. anymore. Like yeah. in, you know, modern canon, is it that they fought bravely when <laughs> Grievous kidnapped Palpatine? Like right. they're an invitation to imagination with those, uh, cool design and a big gun, which is what I, yeah, <laughs> which is what I think figure figure. Here's one note. The Senate guard is nicely detailed underneath the robe. Oh, well, mm, oh, we all want that. Um, so that's a great figure. I just love it. It's one of those, just got the cool factor. It's high, and that's why it's on my list at number five. Nice, nice. Which means we go to your number four. My number four is a kind of action figure we've talked a lot about. That is taking a main, main Star Wars character who has been crafted a lot and going, how can we make a new version of this character? One of the ones that presents the biggest challenges for making a new version is... Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. But here, even in these the later years of, uh, of action figures, they found a new way to make Darth Vader. They made Darth Vader Bespin Confession. <laughs> Official name. Come to me, my child, <laughs> and confess your sins. And this is Vader with his hand extended, mm-hmm. but in a come join me, but not not before the fist, right? Because yeah. join me becomes a fist, right? Correct. But this is in the moments before join me. This is join me. And then it becomes <laughs> a fist, right? Absolutely. Uh, so it's totally hand extended in friendship. So just that, the idea that like this, it's just Darth Vader, except for he has his hand out. His hand out. Otherwise, if it was a fist, it would look like he was shaking his fist at, you know, <laughs> kids who wouldn't get off his lawn. Uh, but with the handout, it's kind of cool. It's a seminal, important moment in Star Wars. But then the actual, in the action figure, looks really cool. It comes yeah. with an awesome action figure. Great rendering of Vader. It really emphasizes the cane on his cape, it's, or it, the, the chain on his cape. cape. Uh, and he doesn't have a cane. I lied. <laughs> the chain on his cape. But then I read the details. Mm-hmm. So he comes with three crates. Yes. So it's Bespin confession, but he yeah. comes with the crates that he throws at his son. All part of the confession. <laughs> All part of getting it out Who's of him. Who's confessing what? <laughs> the confession. Bespin confession is just such a fun line because you get to debate. Is that a confession or is that a manipulation that's true that's true bespin manipulation is maybe (laughs) maybe how i'd go and i think since here are the crates that i just whacked you in the head with yeah um it takes a bit of it but it's an awesome figure and Mm -hmm. and, uh, i'm kind of joking but that hand extended if if you want to take your figures out of the package and just pose them it's a it's a cool pose Ooh, that's one of the best vader poses to have yeah yeah it's a, you're you're not wrong at all about how just the, the the actual sculpt of the Vader. It's one of the more detailed ones. It almost looks. I mean, I'm looking at little pictures, but it almost looks like it's he's battle damaged. You know, like he's he's gone through uh, oh, that yeah. fight. Uh, he's got some he's got some rough edges there. You know. Yeah. Um, I love that the crates come with it. <laughs> and this is what we, this is what we talk about all the time about the power of going down to the details in Star Wars yeah. figures. I can see them sitting around a table. You, what Vader can we make? Ah, uh, you know, where he's like, uh, you know, telling Luke uh, he's his father. Yeah, and those crates he throws at Luke. Yeah, <laughs> make those. Throw them in there. Yeah, so that you can play that confession moment out your own way. If Luke does not go along with it, you throw those crates at him. Yeah, <laughs> you flick them at the figures. <laughs> Bespin confession gone wrong. That's a great choice for your number four. How do you make Vader more interesting? You just extend his hand. Yeah, to the galaxy. Um, well, Darth Vader's. A, 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 you know, I'll say uh, he's a well-known, important leader. I wouldn't call him a great leader, but uh, uh, he's well known as a leader. So we're going to my number four. 
and another leader, and he is great. Chief Chirpa. <laughs> I, I think Ewok figures are such a staple of the Kenner line. Yes. And associated with the Kenner line. And, uh, you know, I got to say, of all the figures in the Kenner line, I think the Ewok ones are are the most uh, accurate to what they appear on screen. They're great little sculpts, even back in the day. Yeah. yeah. So to build on that, you don't think of it. You don't think of modern Ewok uh, figures that much. But this Chirpa is, uh, I think, a really great figure, really detailed. And he comes with a little dagger, which I don't know why I just was drawn to. Uh, It's as if, you know, here he is, the chief. He's the king, man. He's the leader. He knows he's got to go into battle uh, and and he needs to be armed. And and, and this has just a lot of little detail. He's got his little stick with a little bone on top of it. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, yeah, he has a dagger on a belt. Yes. Yeah, right. He's ready to do some stabbing. And they also have a picture of... uh, (laughs) Uh, chirp, chirper without his uh, oh my cowlon. dear god <laughs> yes that is a murder bear it's that it's honestly that, that looks like if Fozzie from the Muppets was turned into a zombie like it's, it's I highly recommend if your guys are listening to this podcast at a computer go to jedibusiness.com look up the chief chirpa saga collection number 39 <laughs> figure and look at the one with his his little cowl off it's terrifying yeah I'm, I looked up a picture of the packaging and mm. like the image on the packaging he looks pissed look at him down there in oh the corner. yeah oh I remember the packages it's that wide uh, that wide packaging yeah the wide packaging with the, the yeah. kind of cinematic uh, back Backdrop, putting them in their mm-hmm. uh, their area, you know, their area, <laughs> the, uh, the, their Star the, Wars, their area. Star Wars area. So I just love. I become obsessed later on, not so much with the Ewoks. I do love the Ewoks more than I did growing up, but I become obsessed with Cheap Chirpa. Obsessed with hand, him handing over the wooden throne to Nisa and uh, maybe Wicked <laughs> marrying into the family. This is all my head canon. And there's something about Chief. Chirpa, by the way. I mean, come on. Lucas is sitting around. Eh, just call him Chirpa, like uh, birds chirping in the forest. I love this figure. Uh, I think I need it. I don't have it. I'm going to get it. Oh, yeah. I think this is, this is a solid one. And, and I didn't mean to say at the top, I do like that so many are themed around battles. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, it, yeah. It's a good way to immediately look back at the saga and celebrate. Like, there's a lot of Battle of Carcoon, Battle of Coruscant, Battle Absolutely. of, you know, even, even uh, outside of that subset of Greatest Battles. Greatest ba- a lot of them are labeled battles. various, you know, like, great emotional battle between yeah. uh, Vader and Luke yeah. and Chief Chirpa stabbing you. That's a, that's a great one. Great one, indeed. Just like Chief Chirpa himself. Yeah. Which means we're up to uh, your number three. My number three. I'm going back to the category of weird character that I wanted a detailed action figure of. I don't think I would have picked this up back in the day, but uh, I covet it now. It is the absolutely crucial to the narrative of Star Wars character, Gra-Gra. <laughs> Which I just love saying, yeah. Gra-Gra. Uh, not the first time that there's been a Gra-Gra action mm-hmm. figure, because I think she came mm-hmm. with one of the super upsetting Pez uh, yes. dispensers yep. for Phantom Menace, uh, I believe. Uh, but this is Gra-Gra on a single card. She comes with the Gorgs, which will later yes. uh, play pivotal roles in Star Wars Resistance animated series. Um, she also comes with a giant axe. Yes. Which is great because this is this line is all about the epic battles. Yes. Uh, and then it's also noted that her mouth moves 
So oh, she's yeah. got that big giant mouth. I should back up for people who are like <laughs> they're driving and like, what's a gra gra? This is the character who's running a stand where uh, Jar Jar tries to take one of the foods mm-hmm. and she's she's chopping it up with the yeah. axe and that. So she's got the axe. She's got the gorgs. Uh, this is a big person in a suit costume. Yes, very uh, much so. strange, melty, nightmarish uh, character that with very a moving mouth, seals and croft kind of thing. Going on there. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sid and Marty Croft. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sid, yeah. I say seal. Yeah. Sid, Sid and Marty Croft. Yeah. Uh, the it's also noted on uh, uh, the Jedi business site that her clothes are not removable. <laughs> So if you're looking okay. with her for a gra yep. that does a strip tease, this is not the gra gra for you. Gra gra. So I just love that it is a big weird character who only appears in Phantom Menace for a minute. I think is the kind of <laughs> character that maybe people push back on, like, eh, what's this big kind of yeah, doofy yeah. looking alien? But uh, I I think now, for my mind, just like is a great, uh, great just figure. sets the palette of uh, Phantom Menace of the kinds of aliens and variety oh, you yeah. see, and just an insane giant Muppet of a character with a moving mouth and an axe. But then I really fell in love with this action figure. Yeah. When Jedi Business has a great thing where they they put the text that appears on the back of the figures, <laughs> and here is her text. <laughs> Her one brush with greatness comes when Jar Jar Binks tries to steal a tasty morsel from her cart. Little does she know that the shiftless shoplifter will one day represent his planet in the Galactic Senate. So this... It's all true. This action figure, though, is basically her one... She doesn't ever do anything. She doesn't have children. She doesn't win an awards for (laughs) having the best cart at a county fair. No, it's just that Jar Jar stole from her, and she went rah, 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 and came at him with an axe. Try to charge him some money. Uh, Gragra can hold the Gorg very loosely, very loosely. <laughs> this is a really good figure. I mean, when you look at the colors, the the the, the Gorgs, the green Gorgs against uh, her Earth tones. There, the axe, the detail. I mean. Yeah. On the snapshot, if you were to show, I would be like, oh, they did a six inch black series. <laughs> and it's this not is a detailed it's figure, detailed. right? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. It should only be more complete if she came with the actual seven whoopy whoopy <laughs> that I believe is what <laughs> yes. she yells for. Yes. It's been a while since I've trained for the trivia, but yeah, I yeah. believe yeah. I memorized that at one point. Like, how many oh, whoopy whoopy does Gragra yeah. request for the Gorg? I do believe it was a question. Um,. This is solid. Yeah, gra- is solid. I mean, in, in literally, it's a big, hefty, solid action yeah, figure. You, yeah, I, yeah. Gra- 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 is definitely like one of the weirdos I might want to go back for. Well, one of the yeah, this needs to be added to your collection because the little display uh, has has her name on it. It, it seems like <laughs> I don't know if that's exclusive to this line of Star Wars figures. That they, they almost yeah. all of them came with little bases, right? Little yeah. Stands. So this one here, you could see. Let me get this photo up here for those listening. I'm trying to. Uh, Jedi business. Oh, yeah. It says her name on the bottom. Gragra. So you could display this on a shelf and people oh, yeah. be like, what's that? Oh, that's Gragra. That's Gragra. Come on, get with it. This you know, truly, she had a brush with greatness. Truly, <laughs> truly, truly spinning. Uh, uh, this is the... Uh, this is how this is how uh, Star Wars toys should be. Just, yeah, just looking yeah. at the little details. It's, uh, it's great and painful to go into the this era where all of the weirdos were getting action yeah. figures. And, and I pray for that day. That's to true. come again. You know, yeah, people people say Joseph and I are too positive on the sequel trilogy era. All right, we want more weirdos in our action we figures. Want little background weirdos. Right. 
Yeah. So that is my number three. Gra gra with an axe and a gorg and a moving mouth. Love that. Well, my number three is a little less exciting, but it's just, it's a figure done right. A figure in the original Kenner line that uh, didn't even have the right name. They, they, they got afraid, those cowards, and didn't put the <laughs> name down. And it is General Veers. Oh, nice. Maximilian Veers, prepare your men for surface attack. Uh, Saga Collection number seven. And it is a pretty good sculpt of Julian Glover, uh, for, especially for this time, and a three and three quarter. And I love, uh, you just get the sense that he's put on this battle gear. It is a... Uh, detailed helmet, uh, the the breastplate, the armor, the blaster at his side. Over, you know, he's just an imperial officer. I mean, he's not just an imperial officer. No. He's General Maximilian Veers, but he's just wearing the gray tunic. Not exciting. But now with this, it becomes a, a, a really good action figure. Battle yeah. of Hoth. Again, Joseph focusing on the battles. The battles. He is one of the most successful imperial mm. officers we see. He wins that battle. He wins that battle. Right? Yeah, and do you like, uh, does his helmet come off? Let us go down here. Um, Does not look like the helmet comes off. He is a solid military man. Maybe they didn't want to take too many cannon risks with what his hair. uh. Oh, oh, no, I take it all back. I scrolled down past an ad. Uh, The chest armor can be snapped onto the chest easily, and the helmet can be simply placed onto the head so yes you can transition this quite well okay so you can make him go uh onto the uh, star destroyer and talk with uh vader as well he, you can act it all out the imperial cap is not removable and general veer stands nicely on display without any balancing issues because he's a good imperial officer with some good you know back so the sculpt he has an imperial cap and then you can put his helmet on over on his top cap? of it yeah he what a dedicated professional he is always ready oh, to go. Yeah, he's ready to go. He's got all the be. hats. Oh, that is really cool, actually. Uh, yeah, it's a great shot here of the figure from the side. Yeah, I, I, oh, I, I yeah, guess I didn't see this cap. photo. That's awesome. There he looks like a classic Imperial officer holding his blaster. So I, I just love it. Because, again, the, cool. the Adak Commander Kenner figure, which I still have my original one, it was supposed to be. It's Veers. It's, it's that's, Veers. But, and, and he's named in the movie, so yeah. they just didn't feel they just gave it the generic old ad at commander line um i think uh, you know i don't know there's a lot of different stories i thought they were going to originally name it i think I, I remember watching that one of the million shows about figures out there um <laughs> but to get this and i don't know off the top of my head if, if he was released in previous lines but to get this in all this kind of glory yeah. was finally one of those yes we've got the general veers we deserve this is a great line i didn't know you could snap off <laughs> you basically like yeah, have right? a total transition from officer to commander that's awesome officer into a gentleman all right there <laughs> so that is uh my number three which means we're up to your number two my number two is a character that i really really love his connections across the canon of Star Wars. Uh, he's not available on an individual card, but he is a part of this cool Death Star Briefing 7-pack that they put out. 7. A 7-pack. And it is Wolf Yalaren. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we know a lot about Wolf Yalaren these days. Uh, yeah. For people listening, this actual action figure, he is, of course, in his white ISB uh, outfit. Uh, part of what's so cool about it is I love Wolf Yularen as a character that we get to know him. is just kind of this stand-up military commander in uh, the Clone Wars animated series. And then I had thought that it was a later-day retcon 
Hmm. That, oh, yeah, he stays with the Empire. He becomes a part of this, uh, you know, Imperial Security Bureau. And, yeah, he's the guy in the briefing room who's in, mm. in the white uh, clothing. Mm. But this this packaging has him labeled mm. as Yularen. Right. On the packaging, which means oh, I, yeah. that they these decisions must have already been being made or he was named in yeah. uh, an RPG or a book that I don't know about. So it, it, it wasn't totally retroactive to Clone Wars, which was oh, yeah. fun and interesting news to me because I love that canon connection. Mm. Going back to the character itself, like I was already like, this guy's got to be on my list. He's molded with a pointing finger. <laughs> I just read that. And that's great. It says uh, for the package text, though none of the officers present know it, Yularen is an agent of the Imperial Security Bureau tasked with informing on any treasonous activity among the officer corps aboard the Death Star. So he is a spy master with a pointing finger. That is the point of death, right? That's like jacuz. I know you did it yes. and you're going to die now. It's a great they have the shot. It is a great point. It is a, yeah, I mean, it it's is a forceful point. It is a forceful point. <laughs> you are being taken to task or exposed. That. That's a finger that exposes. Uh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. I yeah. love that. That is great. And I just love the character comes across in the Clone Wars is, yeah, he's a loyal guy working with the Jedi, a little unsure of some of their tactics sometime. Mm. And he's one of those people who's like, don't see the problem. Just transition. It's all Republic, Empire. It's all the same to me. New laundry. Yep. Good to go. Yep. Fascinating character. I love you, Lauren. Unfortunately, the figure is unable to sit like the character in the movie. <laughs> it can't sit. Okay. So I guess he has to stand up in accusation yeah, at all these, times. He's... Jedi business descriptions are <laughs> very unintentionally hilarious. I love I lo- the character of Yularen is has become really one of the more interesting characters in New Canon, uh, but New Canon meaning the Clone Wars. I mean, that's yeah. you're right. They're going back to around this time, but a year or two later, we start learning more about him. His, you know, uh, he doesn't always get along with Anakin. Like, there's some stuff going on there, and, and the transition, and. I, I am, I'm a little fascinated by that idea of uh, Panaka does it too, right? Of yeah. just like, yeah, all right. I was friends with Sheev. Let's all take a take a swipe in this new job. Yeah, and uh, hear some rumblings, but it's fine. It's fine. And then you learn kind of still keeps his good reputation. You know, some yeah. of the Thrawn stuff. It's a, it's it's a, you know again he's still working for the Empire. We still consider the Empire the bad uh, the bad team, but. I I think I'd love to see even more about you, Lauren. Yeah, yeah, the whole idea that he is the head of the ISB, which gets talked about a lot in expanded yeah. uh, current modern canon. I don't know about legends, but um, he's got to have really bought all the way in to be like, yeah, no, I, I hunt traitors yeah, traitors to this our team here you know to our really uh dysfunctional family that yeah. is the empire love that. <laughs> so yeah i love uh wolf Yalaren. can't sit but he can mm. point and what a powerful seven pack man you get six of the greatest imperial officers in darth vader yeah you get chief bast chief bast great name it's a great set I wonder if we, I wonder how much that set runs on eBay. Uh, so that is your number two, right? Yeah, Wolf Yularen is my number two. Powerful number two. I am going uh, all the way uh, back to the main line here. Let me scroll up for this one. My number two is Gonk Droid. He does come with the Treadwell Droid. Bonus. Bonus. And the Treadwell Droid is great, but I'm concentrating on the Gonk Droid. This is, this is amazing because... There's a there's a picture on my phone. I was going to put it on Instagram on the Force Center Instagram page. And I just I just never got around to it. There's a picture on my phone. I took a freeze frame. I was watching Empire Strikes Back, 
and they have it here on uh, JediBusiness.com. It, it's a it's a protocol droid walking past the the gonk droid, and he looks like he has like dealy dopper kind of eyes on his head. Yeah, it's got a it's not the gonk droid you're all familiar with, which is just this, the 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 kind of rectangle walking rectangle lump of droid that powers things up. He's got like eyeballs or something on the top yeah he's got some doppler equipment yeah. something yeah yeah and it's like a sensor power couple yeah um so i've always been fascinated with that in empire strikes back and to have a figure capturing the gonk droid you love but now with an additional thing on his head <laughs> gonk droid with accessory like yeah like he paid yeah. for the add-ons yeah yes he's like an aftermath and the fact that it's never really shown up again it's never concentrated on we don't have like that's a that's a gonk droid with a radio uh on top like maybe it plays a music dictionary sometimes that yeah that says yeah. what exactly that's for if it is yeah somewhere between eyes and a radio you know add some power to the dro- power that comes out of the droid i don't know but we have a figure to commemorate it and it also also comes with a Treadwell droid, which are, you know, um, powerful. Uh, we had one at Data Bank Ball. Yeah, we had yeah. a pretty brutal Treadwell yeah. battle. Yeah. So I just love it. The Gonk droid. The Gonk droid is a, a staple of the Kenner line, too. It's, it's Absolutely. It's, it comes up a lot if you're just having a reference-based conversation with people about the, the Kenner line. So I, I don't know. I love this Gonk droid. Yeah. This is, the, the Gonk droid was originally called Power Droid, right, in the Kenner yeah. line? And this Correct. is extra power Gonk droid because who knows... What those circles on the gonk droid's head is. And look, there might be, like like Joseph said, there might be an answer to this in some visual dictionary and one of the new ones that's come out. I totally get it. Just sometimes, as, even as a Star Wars fan, as much as I spend with it and Joseph, you spend with it, sometimes I just don't go seek out these answers because the answer in my head is what I want. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's fun to imagine just like that's a piece of the Falcon that Han rested on the gonk droid's head. Yeah. Forgot to pick up. Because <laughs> it doesn't look droid-like. It's no. really weird. It's like he's wearing a... Kind of a like as if he was a, a swami uh, into he's got medallions hanging. He's got a lot going on here. <laughs> I don't know. What is a gonk droid? Complicated. Complicated gonk droid. I want that complicated That's a good gonk one. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So we're up to my number two. Uh, before we get to uh, the number one, so we like to run through some runner-ups. Uh, ones that didn't make our list, what's on yours, Joseph? Uh, this is one that I also intend in to pick up someday. I've seen it at conventions a couple times. It was a Hasbro mail-in. It was a Stormtrooper, but in disguise, it was actually young George Lucas. Oh, yeah. Because I think another uh, part of what was going on with this collection, you're hitting 2007, that's the 30th anniversary, so some stuff yep. is coming out to commemorate and, mm. and make Star Wars still you know, feel alive. Uh, this is uh, one of the lines that had the individually carded Yarl Poof. Oh, that's right. Which I, I would yes, also like yes. to get my hands on that sometime. Uh, I saw that at Star Wars Celebration. Um, I, I like that Jedi Business listed as his neck still is not long enough, though. <laughs> um, in terms of the battle series, there's a lot of Battle of Geonosis figures. Yeah. I like the C-3PO Battle of Geonosis that's just 3PO with the battle droid head. I've not always been a huge fan of that. Yeah, it's not my favorite sequence. I I do kind of like it when 3PO says die, die, but there's something about it in figure form of 3PO's body with the battle droid head and a big blaster. Pretty awesome. I'm right there with you where I'm like, I don't like that sequence at all, but man, I need that figure. Yeah. Um Two other runners up for me, uh, the fire speeder pilot. Oh, great choice. Right. Because it's just another one, like barely in the movie, if at all, yeah. uh, the, the fire ships that are putting out the half of the invisible hand that lands on Coruscant. Right. Yep. And then well, you need a figure of the fire speeder, <laughs> not even the fire putter out or the don't, pilot, don't we all? the fire speeder pilot. And, uh, my last one is, is for a specific reason. So my nephew was is born in 2000 so six or seven and i remember this in particular this line has a bunch of kind of random clone not random clones a bunch of clones a bunch of droids a bunch of stuff that was like wow getting into a level of star wars knowledge that i am not picking up right and my nephew came up to me and was like what's uh what's mace windu's droid's name 
And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry to disappoint you. I don't know. And I frankly don't know how you know, because I don't yeah. know where that's coming from. Well, it came from this toy line that uh, I'm sure it came from other sources as well. But I saw the action figure for Mace Windu's astromech droid R4 M6 purple astromech droid. So it <laughs> paints the picture that Mace is just, he sees anything. He's like, no, purple. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so I like Oh, uh, there it is. Oh, R4 gosh, yeah. M6, Mace Windu's purple astromech droid. That's hilarious. Uh, uh, with like many of the figures in this line came with a random small hologram as well. Yes. Oh, yeah, a lot did. That's awesome. Yeah, so R4M6, that's a runner-up for me. Yeah, some of my runner-ups include Combat Poncho Leia. Yeah. That is my personal favorite all-time Kenner figure. And, uh, like, let's do it again. We need it again. And it's labeled as Combat Poncho Leia. I think they did a really good job catching it. Oh, that's awesome. The compliment to your Lucas as a stormtrooper, young George, uh, George Lucas in love. Mine is uh, Baron Papanoida. The, yeah. the, the the It's a really good figure. It's it's. It jumps out out of the out of the uh, the card back again, like we keep saying. It, it, it's it's really fun, and it's just fun. I think I have somewhere in one of my boxes. I have the Lucas family collection, the right? Because yeah, it's yeah. set right yeah. with the other character that his uh, daughter uh, played. His, his two daughters, and then I think Jet is in there. Is uh, uh, Zet Jukas? Oh wow! I think, I think that's the collection I have. Uh, Poggle the Lesser, because I just love Poggle the Lesser, and it's great character. Great, yeah, great detailed figure. Uh, General uh, Carlist uh, Rikan. Ooh, yeah. Who's, uh, I think I have Riking too. Yeah, yeah. I think I do too. Yeah, I think it's in my the same when I was buying him at the mall that time. I just like you know he's a good good rebel leader. Yeah, kind of like him as a ca- I like him as a character and yeah. uh, and it's it's a good figure. Uh, then the final two for me, Scorch. Who's Scorch? You say <laughs> Scorch is a Republic commando, and I look. I, I like like Joseph. I'm kind of like you. I'm like well, you were just describing about the Astromech. Um, I I don't know all of the clone names. I don't know. I know Fives. I know Rex, Cody. Uh, I can kind of remember when I'm studying for the other ones. I just it's a little blind spot. Yeah, heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Scorch. I was scrolling through it, and I'm like, who's this G.I. Joe figure that's here? <laughs> he looks now, he is uh, a, a Republic commando, but he's got, like, the big old, this big old gun. He's got gray and yellow, and he's bulky, and he just looks like he's, like, a later line G.I. Joe figure. Yeah, he really does. Like, he like he looks a little bit like that new character they added in Battlefront 2, the... Um- yes, a bulkier, yeah, uh, which I think I think yeah. it, I think is a Republic Commando. Yes, a you're Republic right, Commando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the yeah, he's the same helmet and everything. Yeah. yeah. So I'm all for the Republic. I don't. It's nothing. I'm not against Republic Commandos. I just I just don't know them. It's so. I think it, I think this is a real generational moment yeah. for us, where like people who were younger when Revenge of the Sith was coming out, in their minds weren't as full of uh, nostalgia or other things, like really gravitated to get to know all of these clone troopers and all of the different yeah. armor and the different colors. And I remember I just felt a little overwhelmed by it back in the day. I maybe still at times yeah. <laughs> for me. <laughs> uh, the final one on my runner up list is Palpatine. Why? Well, this is the battle of Endor. It says Palpatine parentheses, Darth Sidious. I think this might be the worst Palpatine ever, <laughs> which is why I love it so much. If you click on uh, the face, Oh boy, it looks like, uh, well, a raisin or something else in a uh, uh, cloak, but not in a good way. It's just 
all uneven. It looks as though uh, he is uh, his hands are like a witch more than yeah. that. Like he's about to uh, do the force lightning. Yeah. You know what his face looks like to me is it looks like uh, when Brad Pitt is aging weird in Curious Case of Benjamin he Button. He looks like baby Brad Pitt. He does. <laughs> It does. <laughs> and the head can't be turned. The plastic cloak and hood are not removable. All right. My so two, can't be turned. <laughs> two uh, short force lightning effects can be attached to both wrists. So that's what I am seeing on this one photo. So it is that. But nothing else works. It, it, nothing else works for me, but I love it so much. Like I it have is, to have this. It's very over the top. It goes well with the uh, Vader in this line, which is not great. That yeah. has the force lightning damage, but it just looks the. It looks like shampoo on his head. <laughs> looks like some kind of silly funny. Yeah, and that, that cowl, it's for like, like Palpatine's cowl in Return of the Jedi perfectly fits his head. Yeah. This one was like a supersized head. This is like a large baby has dressed up as Palpatine for Halloween. <laughs> yes, <it does. laughs> so that is why it's a runner up. That's it's a good one. It's, it's a good so one. Bad, Sometimes good. they're so bad, they're so good. Speaking of so bad, they're good. We're going to my number one. Uh, so the guests can close with their number one. And that number one for me is General Grievous, the demise of Grievous Ooh, figure. Yeah. This is to me, if you're going to do Grievous and if you're going to capture these little moments, you need to really go for it and go all out. And that's what they did with this figure. It is Grievous being destroyed by Obi-Wan. <laughs> Shot, burnt, exploding. It's everything that you yeah. want from Grievous. I'm trying to scroll down as we talk to actually uh, find it. Yeah, because is he part of Greatest Battles? He might be part of the Greatest Battles. There's it wasn't a, a great battle for him. It wasn't a great battle. He lost it. Um yeah, but he might be part of some yet some other subset. I saw him at a vintage store just the other day. It took a photo of him and everything. Just delightful. He's, uh, he's mostly flames, right? It is all just the red engulfing uh, flames. His liver is exploding, and <laughs> it's to me like if you're if you're like I said if you're gonna go all out, you're gonna go like we're gonna capture the individual moments. Of uh, of these of these characters, this is what you want. Why I, I'm scrolling through. I'm a sure, he's in one of the subsets yeah, down at yeah, the bottom. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I, those figures that are uh, if you're going to act this out, you really have to have a healthy Grievous. Then have him go through a very bad day, and then you get this one out, right, for practical play. Yeah. Or as you get really imaginative, it's like, this is Grievous if he was just always on fire, if he was the human <laughs> torch from Fantastic crazy. Four. It is the Saga uh, collection uh, tie-in here. Uh, yeah, it's got the flames coming out of his eyes. Oh, yeah. It's got the flames coming out of his guts and then you oh they, they have a picture of him knocked over um <laughs> and uh picture from the side and, it, and you can add the stuff right so it's you can oh so he can be not burned yes he can be not burned but which means you could choose if you're playing you're like today i want the flames to explode out of his eyes and he's got that staff that he's using in the final part of his yes. battle with obi-wan 
Yes, uh, this is a repaint, a slight rework of a previous version from 2005, but but this time it comes with the flames. Uh, the flame attachment around Grievous's waist, not removable, not removable. Okay, okay, so his guts are always on fire. Yeah, uh, he does come with a blaster, uh, probably the one that ended up being his undoing. Um, so uncivilized. There are no removable uh, panels or chest plates on this version of Grievous, which, you know, would, would, is the final piece of detail that you want. But this, to me... <laughs> It's the number one figure in the line because during this era, era coming out of this, uh, the prequels, we think Star Wars is done. You know, you're, you're, you're sitting around with your friends talking about weird things that you love about the prequels. One of them might be Grievous just exploding. Yeah. And you can be like, well, there's a figure for that. Yep. You can add the flames to his face. Yeah. So that is my number one, which means we're up to your number one, the best of the saga collection. Yeah. So my number one is a, it's a personal one, but also an awesome figure. So this line went from 2006, 2007, uh, 2007 as a subset of the saga collection. This was the first playing around with what has grown today into the vintage collection. Yes. So this was the first with like, hey, it's 30th anniversary. Let's do new figures, mm. but on the old packaging. Right. Which like, again, to go back to generations, you know, uh, grew up with those figures, right. those uh, those uh, card backs. So just seeing them is oh, yeah. incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Still is. So for my own personal uh, uh, life story, I was in... Mostly grew up in Minnesota, but for 80, for the year 1980, I was uh, living in Portland, Oregon. Okay. And these uh, action figures in Empire Strikes Back were my entire life. Endless stories of of what they meant to me. Uh, We we moved back when I was very young to Minnesota. And for years, I had the someday I'll go back to Portland. In my mind, Portland was (laughs) the magic place of Star Wars action figures. So 2007... Uh, get invited to do some very specific comedy at the HP Lovecraft Film Festival. Nice. My friend and I had a bit where we played bumbling, dumb Cthulhu cultists. <laughs> so we got in, and this was like a dream tr- come true. Like, yeah. not just Hold going back. for a visit, but like my weird comedy career brought me back. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go there and I'm going to get an action figure. And I went to, uh, took a break from performing and went to a collectible store. And I saw, like, the perfect action figure. It is vintage card, so it looks like the old day. It's my one of my favorite figures, one of my favorite characters. Luke Skywalker in Bespin Fatigues on that vintage card, getting to buy it. And for me, what was the, the vintage city yeah. of my collecting, Ooh. that's got to be my number one uh, of this synergy. line. Because, there, yeah, there's just so much going on with it. And it's a cool figure. It's a solid Bespin Luke with lots of points of articulation. You know, mm. got the great uh, lightsaber and everything. Not battle damaged. Uh, yeah. Just straightforward, ready to face Vader and face his fear. Yeah. Great Bespin Luke. Great belt. The lightsaber is bright and blue. And uh, then you got the uh, the blaster there. Oh, yeah, He's got yeah. Himself, uh, DL44 as well, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And looks like he can holster it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I never took this one out of the package because the package was part that's, of the deal. That's fair. No, this is because it's this Luke is such a it's a simple design, right? So we're so used to the the black uh, outfit of the Jedi, the robes, the, the farm boy. This one, you know, even even in the movie. It's just very utilitarian. This is a, this is his flight suit, probably somewhere yeah. underneath what his X-wing 
And it becomes such a key part. It's such an iconic look. Yeah. But it's overlooked sometimes because it's so simple. And I, I think on display here, it, it, it pops. It's really, really cool. I think uh, I think it's due for a renaissance that uh, yes. that Bespin fatigues look of Luke Skywalker. And yeah, I I'm glad that vintage has survived this long. And in, in ha- I know it's gone through lots of different iterations, uh, but this is right. cool to have it be. It sort of started as a part of this uh, saga collection, and it makes sense as a, a celebration of everywhere Star Wars had been. Oh, a, I love and that story. This is how the figures. Uh, so much of it can be tied into your lives and why I love the Y-Wing is because I had a Y-Wing and it was the only ship I owned and yeah. I like Veers because I think I still have because I have that figure and, and you're connecting it to your life, your memories, you're growing up alone. That's uh, not alone, but growing up out in Portland for a year by yourself and your toys. Like, yeah. uh, Joseph's not alone on like some Minnesota <laughs> snowdrift uh, plane. Um, there are some lonely times, lonely times. sure. This but, is uh, why we Luke made it better. Why we have a connection to these figures. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful, powerful things. And I'm sure there are people listening who are like, these are the first figures for them. They were oh, like, yeah. man, Scorch was my go-to. Scorch. Uh, you know, and I, I, that's, what's really fun for walking through this too, to just go through the different mm-hmm. perspectives of how, how you approach them based on where you were in life, how old you were, you know, what brought you into star Wars. And it's so cool to see a collection like this that has some of this great legacy stuff and then has some stuff that for that time was exciting and new and the clone mm-hmm. wars are coming and you know fascinating time uh, really detailed during this time a great way uh to to wrap it up just look at luke but all these figures uh just thank you for bringing in your top five and more of the saga collection absolutely we'll go on i'm sure soon oh yes there's a lot more it starts getting really interesting in the years right after this um we're on our way out of here i do want to remind you all the stuff you're listening to today uh it's brought to you by audible uh you can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash force center over 100 80,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Uh, go ahead, uh, and if you want, check out Resistance Reborn, which is out now, and it's really darn good. Speaking of uh, some of the characters out there in the galaxy that uh, have something to do, but they're small, and they show back up. That's all we'll say. Um <laughs> It's good stuff. So uh, do that there. Go to audibletrial.com slash four center. Joseph, uh, you got your own stuff coming up. Where can they uh, find more of your figure stories? Yeah, you can find me talking about action figures on Twitter and Instagram at Joseph Scrimshaw and uh, go to my website for all sorts of podcasts, including one about action figures I did recently with uh, my wife, Sarah, comedy shows, comedy albums, all that stuff on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. And for me, go to kennapsock.com uh, where you can find a lot of information for what I'm doing, including, hey, you want some collector cards with my face? on it. I got them there on the website. New set of four is out. Uh, don't forget to also go to patreon.com slash force center. You want trading cards of us? You can join the top tier and we'll send you those after two months of uh, support. So check those out as well. That is it for this week. For all the figures we have left to rank, we'll see you later. Star Wars has been ranked. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.